we enter this second Sunday of Advent, as we continue along this season of Advent in preparation, just a couple thoughts to kind of continue to think about. Number one, I think it might be good just to do a little reflection. I'll kind of start you off today and maybe throughout this week if you're looking for something in your prayer time. Um, is to reflect on maybe the, first the reason why Jesus came. Why did God send his son? So we're in this season of Advent. We're preparing for Christ's coming. when He came the first time and for his second coming. But sometimes it's good to recognize, okay, there must be a reason why God needed to come. There must have been a, need, a purpose um, for his coming. Taking upon our flesh, coming into the reality of our own world, right? God already, of course, he created us, he knew us, but he knew to save us that it had to be, in some sense, on our terms, on our grounds, something that was tangible, something that we could see, that we could encounter. So, of course, God came to save us, right? He came to wash away our sins, to forgive us, right? He came to, as we heard in that first reading, to pay our debt. This is, I think, a nice place that can be some good reflection, hopefully, for you. What does it mean to pay a debt? Something to be paid off for you. I don't know if any of you yet have been in debt. Maybe some of you have some student loans that uh, one day you will be having to pay off, uh, pay back, in some sense, what you had loaned. That Jesus came to pay back our debt. This can be in reference to our sinfulness. Sometimes when we sin, we become chained to sin. Sometimes we even allow sin to become kind of part of the identity of our life. Sometimes we, we become identified by our sins. Maybe some of the traumatic moments that have happened in our life. Um, some of the wounds that are caused because of sin. And we are become indebted to those things. We seem like we have to, again, follow them or we are defined by them. Jesus Christ came to pay our debt. He came to free us from sin. He came to knock down those mountains and to fill in those particular valleys. And many times, yes, because of our own sinfulness, we create or we allow to stay. But reflecting on why Am I preparing for a, for a Savior? Why am I preparing for God to enter into the reality of my life? That he may free me. That he may pay off my debt. Just imagine the last time, hopefully some, some of you who are older maybe have paid off your car, maybe paid off your house, maybe paid, finished paying off your student loans. Uh, in some sense, the joy, the freedom that that feeling has. Remember, I think I've paid off two or three cars now. It's kind of cool to say, oh, wow, I've got $300 extra dollars this month, huh? $400 extra dollars. What am I going to spend? What am I going to do with this, right? And then, of course, you have to start saving it up sometimes for the next car, right? Um, but there is a sense, right, of, of freedom, of being able to no longer be burdened. And so I just encourage you, again, as we prepare for Christ's coming, that you may choose that I recognize that I do need a sinner. Ha! <laughs> I do need a savior. I am a sinner, and I do need a savior. How did most start with S, right? Really focused here. We really need a savior. 
I can imagine, you know, John the Baptist coming out, kind of proclaiming and speaking, um, yeah, you know, encouraging people to repent. Sometimes there's been different figures throughout, throughout history who have kind of dubbed John as maybe a wild man, or a very crazy man. Um, some people were maybe put off by his intensity as he was calling the people to repentance. And then sometimes, where do we fit there? Do sometimes we say, eh, I don't need to repent. I don't need a savior. I've got my debts under control. I kind of have my sinfulness, my life under control. Maybe I don't really need a savior. Maybe I need to help the Lord. I know he's there when I need him. But maybe I don't need to heed that particular voice, right? So Christmas, in preparing for the second coming, the birth of Christ and his second coming, um, it really only makes sense when we first and foremost come to recognize in the depths of our hearts that I do need a Savior. I do need to be saved. I need to let go of my pride, let go of, in some sense, my trying to be my own Savior. So, recognizing, again, Christ's coming. I read in a reflection for this, preparing for this weekend, and it very beautifully stated that as Jesus came and was born and entered his public ministry, that his eyes were set on Calvary, and that he made a clear path towards the cross. So he straightened the path, he filled in the mountains, knocked down the mountains, filled in the valleys, that he may be able to walk straight towards Calvary. And in his back of his mind, the depth of his heart, he knew that he came to save us, and it would be on Mount Calvary, that his death on the cross. And he began to move in that direction. I think for us, too, this can be important as well. I know finals are coming up. Hopefully many of you have already begun studying. Uh, but sometimes, too, we might try to make a lot of other mountains, valleys, procrastination, make the path a lot more windier than it needs to be. If you've got the book and you've got the study guide and you've got some time, you enter in, right? But sometimes in our own life, sometimes we create valleys. Sometimes we create mountains because there's something that we don't want to do, something that we are afraid of. I don't want to go to confession and confess my sins. I'm not ready or prepared to take this final. Um, I don't want to heal from this particular wound. I don't want to deal with this problem that has happened in my own life. And we, in some sense, create the mountains. We create the valleys. We create the windy roads because we're afraid to go where we really are being invited by God to go, right? Jesus made a straight path to Calvary because he came to save us, and he knew that was his destination. For us, too, what is your destination right now? Maybe it is to pass your finals. Help allow, in some sense, that to be as straight of a path as it can be. Maybe it's graduation and finding a job. Maybe putting out some applications and getting ready, making straight that path. Maybe there's a time, a need for a change in your life that maybe you just haven't been ready to make yet. Maybe particular discernment that has been going on and you're just not ready to make that choice. What are the mountains, sometimes the valleys, that we create that keep us maybe from what God has been inviting us to do? What are some particular... Again, things in your life that 
keep you from God that maybe you've been avoiding? Those are the particular things that God, I think, during the season of Advent is inviting us to acknowledge, to own, and to um, ask him to help us, to ask him to pay that debt, to ask him to love us in these particular moments, and not to continue to ignore them or act like they're not there. The more that we ignore them, the more that we suppress them, the bigger the mountains get, the deeper the valley gets, and the harder it is to imagine that there could be a straight path to God. There could be a straight path to our own salvation, being freed and our debt being paid. Sometimes then we begin to think, well, I have to knock this mountain down, or I have to fill in this valley that I have created. But actually, honestly, it is only God who really can knock the mountain down and fill in the valley. And that can only happen when we acknowledge it and we invite him into those particular places. He is the one that can bring that healing and that peace. Let me just kind of leave you also with um, another thought or idea along this same vein. Sometimes too, especially as many of you come to college, um, kind of beginning to be independent on your own, kind of away from your family and your friends, got a lot of freedom, a lot of opportunities and choices. Um, sometimes too, we can begin to make kind of a false idea of who we are. Sometimes it can be hard to tell the truth or to be honest. Sometimes we lie because we want other people to believe certain things about us. Sometimes we're little white lies. Sometimes we do other particular things because we think we have to kind of fit in with society or things around us. The encouragement here is to, to be vulnerable, to be true, to be the person that we are. I know this might sound to be kind of silly, but it came up in my prayer. Uh, when I, I remember coming to college, and I remember telling people that I was from a small town and kind of grew up in the country, and so people all seemed, for some reason, they connected country with riding horses. And so there was a sense of, oh, wow, so you've ridden a lot of horses. And so there was always sometimes an urge in my heart to say, well, yeah, I wanted to fulfill their thought about me. So sometimes I said, sure, I, I ride horses. I've never ridden a horse in my life. My dad didn't believe in horses. He said, all they do is eat. You can't butcher them and eat them. So there sometimes was a movement in my own heart of wanting to please others or wanting to be the person that they thought maybe that I should be or could be, right? Or even sometimes as a Catholic, you know, people, oh, wow, so you went and prayed today. Yeah, sure, I prayed today. Um, but sometimes it was like wanting to fulfill what other people thought, right? No, I haven't prayed today, and I appreciate you asking. Do you want to come pray with me and spend 10 minutes in the chapel? To be honest of where we're at. I know those are simple little things, but sometimes they're, they're huge. Can we be honest with ourselves? Did I pray today? Did I love others today? Did I forgive people today? Did I really do the homework that I was supposed to do today? Did I live out my vocation as a student? Did I live out my vocation as a spouse today? Did I live out my vocation as a parent today? Did I live out my vocation of um, someone who is in a dating relationship? Like, am I living out? Am I truthful um, to myself? Am I truthful to others? And sometimes to be able to hold ourselves accountable. I think Jesus is coming into the world also to helps to hold us accountable, to be true um, to ourselves, to be honest to him, um, and to be honest to others. Right? So this season of Advent really gives us an opportunity to recognize that we truly do need a Savior, and to be able to admit that and be vulnerable and to be honest about that. 
Maybe to be able to hear um, John the Baptist's voice of repentance. If you haven't been yet to the sacrament of reconciliation, I truly invite you to hear the voice of John the Baptist. And maybe seek to be forgiven, to be re-centered, to allow your debt to be paid as we prepare for God's coming here um, this season at Christmas. So, this week, homework. Um, reflect on why you need a Savior and your desire, desire to recognize that you can't save yourself and that you truly can cling to God and His desire to pay your debt completely. Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.